Pete, thank you. That was not that at was all ominous, ominous or concerning. Homie <laughs> came out of nowhere, like focus head around the corner and went. You are now recording. Yeah, that's bizarre as shit. <laughs> it's extremely But fuck! It's a good way to enter my welcome everyone to the tool room. A working title that we literally came up with what 30 40 seconds ago yeah something like that yeah we do all our best work uh with absolutely no prompting uh i i think the idea behind this is uh just kind of something that can be made quickly and generate content while the videos just sit in my editing folder forever and never get done uh, never get published yeah, they just never get published. I have four now. I have four that I have got completely uploaded to YouTube, and I just cannot bring myself to hit publish on them. I swear to God, it's the the most bizarre issue ever. Um, <laughs> but hey, it's uh, it, it is what it is. So, I. I'm not going to beat around the bush on this any longer. I can't. I need an answer to this. Line check. Yep. Why is... Why is TIE Fighter the worst job in sci-fi? Okay. Being a TIE Fighter mechanic in sci-fi is by far the worst job. Because no matter how hard you work, no matter how, how much effort you put in <laughs> to fixing a TIE Fighter... The minute it goes out, you know it's not coming the fuck back. That, oh, you are, <laughs> I, I, I want to argue with you a little bit on this, because did you ever see okay. the, like, it was an animated short film called TIE Fighter, it was, like, done in an anime style? Yeah, but that was some bullshit that doesn't really happen, they all die. You don't know that for sure, some of them might live. Okay, unless they're, like, the Special Forces TIE Fighters... They ain't coming back. They're <laughs> no, they just need a main character on board. Duh. Yeah, they need a named character, and then they'll be all right. Yeah, they 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 need a character that the audience cares about and can generate toy revenue. Unless Kathleen Kennedy's in charge of it, then they're gonna fucking die. They're just gonna die. They don't they don't stand the chat. Hey, nope. my check. Yeah. Guess what? What? Uh, I got an email the other day. From, from Unclass Boot, the the one and only Unclass Boot, who I'm just realizing because you told me that you had never heard of her, which is very weird to me. because <laughs> I don't have, I don't do the TikTok nonsense. But we've talked about this. We've had her on the show, but like me and Baldy had this conversation like 10, 30 times, and frankly, I'm just shocked that. How do I put this without hurting your feelings? I'm shocked that you weren't included. <laughs> it okay. sounds so bad when I say that. It's okay. I'm not included in a lot of things. <sighs> I'm actually oh. thrilled that your schedule has opened up somewhat recently because just having you in the nearby vicinity has been a ton of fun for me. Everyone's schedule's been clearing up recently. I like that a awesome. lot. I found my box of things that I took from the ship before I left. Unclassified things, right? Yes. Okay. 
Stuff you're Mostly legally stuff. allowed to have? Um, the only thing I'm not sure I'm allowed to have is our Op 4 battle flag. Oh. It's probably fine. It's very Chinese flag. Yes. Why do you have an op? No, you know what? Never mind. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're we're gonna get to that on a different day. I yeah. have a I have a jack that I stole off the flagpole. We better put him back up there. No, I can't. The ship's on deployment. Wait, what? The Bainbridge? Yeah. Oh. I guess you could yeah, like mail it to them. I'm not mailing it to him. I took it down after I did colors one day, and I just put it in my rack. Yeah, like it's mine now. <laughs> yeah, I took it my down. Chinese flag. Fuck you. Yep. Let's see. What else do I have? Ba 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 ba. Oh, I have a I have a khaki flight suit that I borrowed. Oh, you showed. Ah, oh, I remember that. You sent me the picture, and you had the Guardian patch put on it, and I yeah. damn near, I flipped my shit. I was so fucking happy to see that. <laughs> <laughs> that made my day. I, I love seeing what you guys do with these patches. Let's because see. it's always, like, the funniest thing in the world. Can I show you the one that new guys sent to me? Yeah. Let, let me let me send this to you over Messenger real quick. I laughed my ass off when he, when I saw it. Do, 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 do. Scroll back. There we go. Oh, that's dope. I love it. That's dope. His mic sounds like shit now, but it's the perfect place for it. Just right on to the little the Velcro noise filter. So, <clears throat> I thought about... So, remember that uh, the Maverick Transformer that I sent you a picture of? You did. I didn't understand it. Okay. So that, yes. uh, that was a Hasbro um, and whatever studio did Top Gun collaboration. Yeah. That was a collaboration they did for the, the new Top Gun movie coming out. Uh, if, if, I think you mean if it comes out. Yeah, if it comes out. But... Um, I want to get that, and then I want to get some tiny 634 stickers, and I want to get it put on the wings. And you want to, like, paint it up and... Oh, God, I love that. I do. The only thing is, I'm going to have to read... Because the head sculpt on the figure is... Uh, it's Maverick's helmet. Right. But Oh, I, so you want to paint over it. I don't want... Yeah, like, I'm conflicted because, like, part of me wants to paint over it and write Spaceman instead of Maverick. But at the you same... No, like, I do not actually have my own helmet uh, in the simulator. You don't? I do not. And this is... I, I've had this conversation with m multiple people. It's like, I could go out and try and pay someone to do the helmet... Yeah. But I wouldn't care that much, you know? Yeah. So I I just I've got the, the standard Guardian one, which <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's just like kind of a yellow semicircle with lines stretching out from it that like go wrap around the back of the helmet. Yeah. It's just cool. It's it's nice. It's fine. Um Yeah, it's it, you know. It, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if I dealt with it. I would be looking at myself in the mirror like, why? 
why did I waste time and energy on this when I could be losing my mind programming this freaking uh, server which speaking of things that have driven me absolutely crazy I love this we've gone through like 20 topics in the past 13 minutes hell yeah let's see what else here yeah what you got uh, let's see. I have uh, I have a navy uh, PT hoodie from uh, from a chief that I stole when I got OC sprayed. Of course. And figured it right back. It had OC spray on it. I, I I'm sure I still have my old PT gear somewhere. I don't know where. I was looking at my clothes the other day. I still have my uh, eight point. Here's um. Here's a pair of uh, gloves and wrist wraps from uh. From the gym on board. Nice. Um. Uh. Let's see. I know I stole something from security. I just can't remember what it was. <laughs> you stole something from security. I don't remember what it was though. It wasn't. Were you? Were you gonna do base security for Great Lakes for a little while? I don't. I was, oh. I was transferring too soon before they would let me. Oh, that's right. I, I vaguely oh. remember this conversation. Wow, my microphone keeps unplugging and replugging. Oh, yeah, no, it's a pair of goggles. I took a pair of goggles. Just stole the goggles. <laughs> they weren't stenciled, so, like... <laughs> gear adrift is gear a gift. Ex- Thank you! <laughs> you are the problem. I would have gotten pissed at you so frequently if we were ever deployed together. I would be like, where the fuck did my shit go? And I would know you took it. Oh, here's an Ethernet cord I stole from the ITs. That's okay, they weren't needing it. No, I needed one at the house and they had one available. Of course, you just look. Hey, it's, uh, it's, this is mine now. And, uh, have fun. Yeah, fair game is fair game. It's like, this is just, it's my, it's my Cat5 cable. And fuck yeah. you. Yep. Um, so I got this email from Everett. I kind of want to talk about this a little bit because I think you and I are probably going to disagree on it. Ooh. But yes, I. This is this is your permission for me to disagree with me. Um, I permission to have my own opinions. For once in your entire time in the squadron, yes, you have permission to have your own opinions. Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> As long as your opinions are the right ones. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about uh, the Navy or, or actually just the military in general on social yeah. media and how they're like kind of, they're like vet bros who compete in the dumb fuck Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. So we, oh. we were talking about that. And what? she said, are, are you trying to say something? You keep cutting in and out. No, I said, did you say something about brovets? Yes, we we are talking about brovets. Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, so am I talking over you, man, or is it, is this like echo? I think it might be echo. Oh, okay. I, I just don't want to talk over you, so appreciate that. So, yeah, no problem. Anyway, 
So Unclass goes, honestly, no one is ever going to be happy with the way the Navy is changing, but my mentor, who is a reactor chief, said if the Navy stayed the same old salty Navy it was 40 years ago, the public would be very upset, and that is better than a few keyboard vet bros. <clears throat> I wish the Navy was more was more badass than what it is. I do too. But I, I kind of look at it, like, a little bit cynically. Like, if you look at back at, like, in the 80s and 90s, uh, Navy straight up not having a good time, bro. Which is tragic to me because that is actually one of my favorite eras of the Navy, kind of. Yeah. But there was, like, you know, the Tailhook Convention was in the news, which was, like, the... Uh, massive sexual harassment thing at a, a naval aviation conference which is just ugh, yeah not good yeah um you know racism was definitely a much bigger problem then and it, um yeah i agree on that one but um yeah racism was definitely a, a much bigger issue in the old navy yeah uh don't ask don't tell was I, I don't think it w- that existed yet, but definitely treatment towards homosexuals was pretty off the wall. Yeah. Um, and and then y- y- at the same time, <clears throat> suicide rates were, I believe, much lower. Mm-hmm. So that's if, because back then people had thicker skins. I did it. I think that's part of it. But I think there's kind of an aspect of, like, the way personnel was treated was a little bit different. Like, I don't want to say, like, it was more brotherhood-like. Yeah. But, and I guess I need to, I, I got to confirm with that coworker I was talking about earlier, the one who actually was on the Ranger back in the yeah. 80s, because as, as much as this is, like, my perception of it, I may be talking entirely out of my ass right now. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is what I would like to be true, but yeah. you know, history's a bitch, man. Like, yeah, history don't let you forget shit. <laughs> yeah, history will come out of nowhere and kick your teeth in. Yeah, I uh, I, but then at the same time, there are people who like kind of kind of look at this era and it's like, oh well, it's the worst thing in the world. Well. Not entirely, because the Navy was building ships at just insane rates, and they were making massive strides in uh, we, science and technology. We were pumping out 15 Fletcher-class destroyers a month. Nuclear cruisers were a thing. I mean, that... Oh, like, yeah. USS Bainbridge, D, uh, CGN-25. Yeah, and we were basically the first nuclear Navy in the world. And what you was know. it? The Little Rock as well? I don't remember. I think it might have been the Long Beach. Oh, yeah, it was Long Beach. Yeah. I know it started. But, like, it's it's not a nothing kind of achievement. You know, like, shit was getting done. And, hey, the Soviet Union was one of the biggest naval powers in the world. So being yeah. able to keep them at bay, and I think we did a better job with them in the 80s than we do with China now. Yeah. So... It's not like it was nothing. 
No. Like we were we were we were kicking ass in the eighties. Yeah. And we also like had 80- problems. And like the eighties was one of the, the biggest times uh for publicity for the Navy. That's true, yeah. There was that uh that commercial that <laughs> for the love of God, I don't know if I can pull it up. I have it saved here somewhere. And the world's and the Navy's best recruitment commercial, Top Gun. <laughs> that was a big one. But that was that may be part of the problem though, because I kind of roman- romanticized that era because you know Top Gun, the Tomcat, you got Prowlers, Intruders, you know, and, and all that stuff. But also, like maybe maybe that's part of the problem, right? Is that we glorify that era? Yeah, is that we, is that we glorify? It? But and again, like we, I was just I, ranting off all the achievements, but I want to look at it in a fair light. And I'm okay with saying that maybe because I grew up with Top Gun, I'm you know, <laughs> I'm entirely capable of ignoring shit. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. This is something I, I really want to explore this into the future. I think yeah. if we go back older to like the the 30s and 40s, you know, that's when the Navy became a superpower. Well, you have e- you, what, you have like you know little seaman Timmy out there manning his fucking Orlick and 20 millimeter on the weather deck. Yeah, and by the way, seaman Timmy uh, probably gonna go overboard even if he's out of combat zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there were issues with that again. Racism, sexism. Just, we're just going off a list here. Homos- treatment of homosexuals. Can I just get a recording of me listing those problems? Because I feel like I'm going to be saying it a lot. Um, yeah. Just every time we get to a new problem, it's just... Here's the recording. <laughs> it's like, okay, new era. Uh, what are the issues? Racism, treatment towards homosexuals, sexism. Just, uh, just going down the list... General, overall shitty behavior. Yeah, but at and then at the same time though, you know, again, it's not like they were doing nothing. That was again a great period of scientific advancement for the Navy. Uh, basically, took over for the United Kingdom as the most powerful naval power in the world. Yeah, because we beat honestly, fucking Japan. That ain't Honestly, nothing. No, the UK lost all credibility for being the world's most powerful navy when the HMS Hood sank. I think it's a That's little harsh, the... but I think you you do raise a good point. Because if you look at the morale of the British people before losing the hood and then after losing the hood, like after the hood sank, people lost all confidence in the Royal Navy. But oh. Here's the thing about the the hood sinking was it was against the Bismarck and I'm about to sound like a dumbass because I'm about to contradict myself in one of the worst ways possible because I'm going to tell you that the Bismarck is one of the toughest ships out there but I'm also going to tell you that it wouldn't have made the biggest difference in the world if it made it into open water maybe it's more so the fact that you had two battleships squaring off against a battleship that was both designed to sink them 
Well, that's the thing. The the hood was a battle cruiser. They were never designed to go up against battleships. Wait, what? No, the hood was a cruiser. Hold on. Hold on. HMS Hood, right? Yes. Was a battle cruiser. Battle cruisers weren't designed to go up against battleships. Oh my god, you're right. It's labeled as a battle cruiser. Mm-hmm. That changes like everything to me. Yeah. She wasn't designed to take on she wasn't designed to take on ships of the big mark of the Bismarck's class. There's a there's a a yes and a no to that. They are designed to take on some battleships, but you're right. The Bismarck definitely outclassed it. Mm-hmm. And even if you look at the the ship they sent along with it, the HMS Prince of Wales. Prince of Wales was a little bit better classed, but remember, Prince of Wales made it out of that fight. It, it's, it's quad-mounted turret also jammed, and they couldn't fire. And I think fire control went out, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So the Royal Navy got outclassed because the Bismarck and the Prince Eugen were a battleship and a battle cruiser. That fight should have been evenly matched. Okay, I know I was wrong about the HMS Hood, but I'm fairly sure the Prince Eugen was a heavy cruiser. It was. Okay. So, so it was a cruiser and a battleship fighting another cruiser and another battleship. Oh my god, we nuked it. Yeah, so it was... No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Uh, after the war, the Prince Eugen was uh, transferred to the U.S. the Navy. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, one of my family, one of my... I think it's my... My grandma's... My... Her uncle came back on the Prince Eugen after, as a part of the towing crew. So you know what happened at Bikini Atoll? Yeah, we nuked the hell out of it. Now it's sitting capsized on. Yeah, yeah it's sitting capsized on a beach right now, rusted to all hell, leaking oil. It's it's like we did it to Japan and we told Germany you're not safe. Basically. <laughs> Oh, that's the most American thing I can think of. I love it. We also um, fortified Germany to all hell. Say again. Said so we also pacified Germany to all hell. That's true. I have mixed feelings about that nowadays because they are kind of useless in NATO. Yeah. I feel comfortable saying it. I don't think that's a controversial statement. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. What, they're, that they don't really do much? Yeah. I mean, the Bundeswehr and the KSK have been holding it down in the Middle East for a while. True, but that's kind of their only success. First off, they operate in much, much smaller groups. Mm-hmm. And that... I think works to their advantage in the Middle East where, let's face it, guerrilla warfare just kind of forces them to operate that way. Um, they're not tied down to much larger structures like the U.S. military typically is. No. Um, but in, like, a great power competition of, like, China or Russia, like, come on! Was it, 
do, yeah. do they even do they operate helicopters? Hold on. They do. What do they operate? I don't know. I don't know German aircraft. Let me let me see what the Luftwaffe is up to these days. And as far as I know, it's still called that too. Yeah, the Luftwaffe. Yeah. I mean, it's just German for Air Force, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing MiG-29s, tornadoes, typhoons. Okay, but the typhoon is a sexy-ass aircraft. The typhoon is sexy. You know we're getting them in DCS suit? The typhoon? Yeah. Did I show you that trailer? Did I not show you that trailer? Oh, no, no, you did. I was gonna say, like, I mean, I don't wanna fucking... I can't ignore this. No. Uh, and it's being made by the same guys who made Way. So, yeah. Yeah. So, will you be willing to... If we're gonna get back to how the Navy used to be, I got because I, yeah. I I wanna I wanna I wanna close out on this. I'm gonna keep picking my brain. I would propose that the Navy does not know the correct way to run itself, and we don't have an answer yet. I don't, but I don't think anyone has an answer. Mm-hmm. I think people who tell you that they do are selling you snake oil. Yeah. What do you think? Because you have power hungry khaki. Yep. Pretty common. Who only care about getting money and they don't give a shit about their junior guys. I know that. And then you got the junior guys who get so burned out they go and leave. Yeah. You got junior. You got. You got guys like undesignated program, for example. Mm -hmm. I know more guys that did their three years and got out than Victor Rate and stayed in. Um, I... <sighs> like, out of my two years on the Bainbridge, there was one other guy that actually picked a rate and left the ship. I I think whenever I talk about the, the Navy not doing things right, I sound really bitter, right? Because I only did two years. Yeah. But I, I, I honestly believe that I'm right about this. I think there is a serious problem with retention and how it treats its sailors. And you're completely right. Like, I can't argue that. I, the biggest thing for me with 634 uh, is I almost want it to be like an experiment of my leadership style. Yeah. Right? Because I want to treat... 634 as a whole the way I as a leader would want the to way Quadrant if you were a CEO basically yeah and I've had some successes and I've had some failures and I, 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 I try very very hard to accept both and I know there's like someone in the back of the crowd who's like still got the 01 rank and they're like fucking bullshit but you know yeah. that that's how I treat it um, and you can it, agree with me you can disagree with me and you can tell me I'm a fucking moron for treating a flight simulator team like it's the actual military but 
No, I you think there's, there's valid points to be made in that. So, continuing on that, what would... I, I, how do I describe this? How would you... If you had the ear of the CNO tomorrow, if what I, is the one change you would make? If I had to appear in front of the uh, CNO tomorrow... Yeah. What was was the one change you would make to improve the Navy? You only get one. Let me let me do this. This is mm. basically what I'm asking is like what is the big you to you? Oh. Mandatory leadership classes for all khaki. They're not already? <laughs> no. Really? I- I mean, like, I mean, like, monthly leadership classes for khaki. Oh, well, that kind of makes sense. But then, if the person like, leading the class is equally a problem, then you're just gonna, you know, blind lean the blind. It's still a circle. That's that's true. Because I I feel like that's part of the issue they have now is, yeah. uh, speaking of which, one of the guys I'm with was in an S3 squadron around 2012 and he told me when the budget cuts came um, basically what they did was all the E5s and E6s left yeah so you got the chief's mess and then you got the lower who can't say no to them yeah and it you know the loop just cycles it's the same thing over and over and over for years and years and years yeah Definitely. I I I also don't want to make the impression that all all khakis are bad, and you know all the enlistment enlisted are perfect because let's face, we know shit bags. Right? Yeah, we've yeah. met them. Um, like there's a dude at my squadron now, not naming names or things, but he's been there for three years. Man, he still doesn't have his plane captain. Yikes. He went out to Bahrain, got sent back after a month. Wait, what did he... Never mind. Personal information. Tell me after yeah. the show. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's the point. That, that... But then, the, the point I want to make with that is, you know, there there were also good chiefs, too. You know, like, yeah. we, they were good chiefs, they were good officers. Hell, that was that, uh, were you there when the Medal of Honor Master Chief came to, came to come speak? I think I was. Great Lakes. That was a really awesome experience. Basically, part of what I got from the story was, you know, one of the guys was hanging out of a helicopter. Dude straight up reached, like, something out of a freaking Call of Duty movie. Tried to pull him back in. And, yeah. When that didn't happen, they went down and went to go get him. Yeah. It's incredible. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. And that's the kind of, and that's the kind of leadership we don't see anymore. <sighs> that's tragic, right? Like, because the Navy, it's three fucking words, and I'm going to piss you off when I say them, because you've heard them so many times probably today. 
honor, courage, and commitment. Core values for a fucking good reason. But yeah, then the people that that preach the core values the most that don't follow them. That is ex- very true. Um Yeah, that just I, I can't stand that. But if there's one thing I think the Navy still does right, it's still preaching the core values because if I hear that and I'm smart enough to call bullshit on the person saying them but not following them. Yeah. I, I gotta hope somewhere there's another E2, E3 who's hearing that and is like, I call bullshit on whatever the fuck you're doing right now, so you better knock it the fuck off or I'm taking this above you. Yeah. I just worry about how successful they're going to be in doing that. Mm-hmm. Because ret- retaliation is a, a thing. It happens. You know? Yeah. I'll be right back. Someone knocked at the door. Absolutely. And while uh, Lightjack is at the door, I'm going to continue and bitch and moan for a second. Or I'm just going to cut this out. I probably can. Could or I couldn't. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to love with you. The whole purpose behind this is just to have a, a, an outlet to talk about things that are going on. Because I don't think we do that enough on 634. Roaring Sun's just been the story. Black Gambit was just being baldy learning how to do a squadron. Yes. And I'm back. Hey, good. My awkward rantings come to a sudden and abrupt end. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I bet the audience is just at home listening to this like, oh man, thank, thank God line checks back. That freaking weirdo was going on forever. <laughs> he started what? Anyway. Do I hear about the design of battleships anymore? No. Uh, I, it's mostly because like, there's not really a, a modern need for battleships. You shut your mouth. No, you're right. But still. I mean, there's not. There's no... There's I ignore your reality and substitute my own. Alright, Adam Savage. <laughs> you know, you could find worse people to compare me to. Um. Oh, okay, this is interesting. I just happened to open Facebook and I found that they did a test with an MQ-8B off of uh, USS Billings. A what? Uh, a test with an MQ-8B off of USS Billings. I don't know what that is. It's LCS-15. I no, think I it's a Freedom class. Oh. Wait, the MQ-8B? Is that what you don't know about? Yeah, isn't that the Fire Scout? It is the Fire Scout, yes. Yeah, no, I saw a picture of that, and it made me mad. <laughs> it did? Yeah, because the pilot was doing the full pre-flight... He was doing a pre-flight like he's supposed to. Okay? It's a fucking drone. You don't need to wear your flight suit and full kit to pre-flight that. That's true, but if you crash my multi-million dollar drone that I spent five weeks troubleshooting in a factory so that you could freaking fly it, uh, I'm flying out there and I'm attacking you. Yeah, but like, why is he doing a pre-flight in his flight suit? Like, it's a drone. 
that's dumb. That part is dumb. I'm with you on that. But like, it's just, it's not that deep. Um. Ooh, this is interesting. There are two radar contacts flying around that airbase I showed you earlier in the Roaring Sun map. Killed them. I'm tempted to. I believe I will go and do that right after we're done with this podcast. Hell yeah. Um, another... <sighs> yeah, but... So we were we were talking about just like stuff the stuff the Navy done, does wrong, which is a long list. Yeah. But... So they're doing the, the 300 ship goal, right? Yeah. Why aren't they decommissioning old ships? <laughs> Cruisers and... Uh, yeah. Look, I swear to God, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. Because you know me, I fucking love strategy and doctrine and all that shit. I'm a, I'm a colossal nerd. Yeah. But they... They want to do 300 ships and they want to do it at any cost. Ignore the fact that 300 ships is going to put a massive manpower strain on the fleet mm-hmm. because hey let, let, let's ask someone in the fleet let's be honest hey line check is uh, is your shop undermanned my shop isn't but the squadron as a whole is there there we go or or uh the ship you were on what's the ship you were on did, did it have a manning problem of any kind possibly our senior corpsman was a HM1, not a chief. You you guys got an HM1? Yeah, we didn't have a we didn't have medical khaki. No, I I'm surprised you even got the HM1. Yeah. <laughs> we had uh two HM3s for the longest time. Yikes. But um and that's one of the rates that has like the most people in it too. That's why their advancement is so bad. Yeah. That's crazy. But expanding upon that, you know... So 300 ships, already talking about a manning problem. But the ships they have are falling apart. Those cruisers, I swear to God. We're going to hear about one that just sank in open water. Like, with no warning. talking about manning issues. So 300 ship goal. So let's take an Arleigh Flight 2 Alpha Destroyer. Average crew, average crew size is about 300, give or take. Is that is that the actual average crew, or is that the expected average crew? That is the average crew, about 300 people. Okay. You, What's it supposed to have? It's it's supposed to have like it's supposed to have 300. So the Arleigh are manned up like fairly decently. Okay. But, but, um, like, the issue is, what's 300 times 300? You're asking me, man? I don't fucking 9,000? Let's do the math right quick. Ninety thousand people. That's how much, that's how many people it would take for 300 Arleigh Burke class destroyers. Now, I don't know the exact number of people we have in the Navy, but I'd say it's probably pushing that. 
we can figure that out. Hold on. I'm sure that exists. Like? The, no, the number. Let me let me see. Yeah, but nine hundred thousand people for three hundred ships. Three hundred forty-nine thousand five hundred ninety-three active duty personnel as of August twenty twenty-one. So where are they going to come up with the other six hundred thousand people to man up these ships? Or better yet, who in their right mind would want to? we were just talking about like all the insane issues with it mm-hmm. like like if you knew about duty days like on a ship would you have enlisted if i knew about duty days or if you knew about going cranking um i don't think duty days would have killed me i think cranking definitely would have exactly like, why would you volunteer for that? Why would you volunteer to be... To A, do a job that you did not sign up for. And, by the way, at the same time... Uh, hear every complaint under the sun about why you are less important than everyone else on the ship. Yep. Like... Who authorizes that? As like, really, it, this is... It's not only is it hazing by the fleet's own definition, but it's... Like, it's just demeaning, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna... I, I can see it already. I'm gonna hear so many complaints about how the military is freaking... It's getting too soft. But just because something was crap when you are in does not make it okay. Exactly. It means you, you need to acknowledge that it wasn't okay. You need mm-hmm. to acknowledge that while it did make you stronger, that didn't make it okay. Oh, God. I can't stand... <laughs> I'm so sorry, Line Shack. I'm throwing you at the mercy of 120,000 keyboard warriors, and I apologize dramatically. No, but... you're good, man. It's all good. <laughs> just going through like the share trauma of our experience yeah <clears throat> speaking of share trauma uh, great lakes that still exists yeah i heard another suicide happened to hear about that no i don't keep up with uh the stuff that's going on at great lakes uh, is, are any of the people that we went there with still there I believe not, but I do think a good chunk of people that we knew uh, ended up not making it to the fleet. Which is insane when you consider what Great Lakes is supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be the it's supposed to be the uh, the quarter deck of the Navy as they yeah like, raid that around. You're you're there for a short stay and then you're off into the fleet. And meanwhile, people are hanging out there for. Fucking years. I was there for two fucking years. How do you justify that? That is an like, excellent question. I I I don't need to hear about their explanations of what happened. I know what happened. For the love of God, I tried to be pretty freaking open and honest about that. You know what happened. But um, jeez, that was not okay. They needed to 
not do. And I have so many issues with the VA right now because I think they think I'm still in. Like they screwed up my exit so severely. And thank God I've got the little DD-214 on paper. Yeah. But I don't doubt that they fucked up your shit somewhere. I don't doubt that at all. I think it was a little more than somewhere. I think it was a few spots. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. Basically what what I'm saying, I'm kind of getting at it. I'm glad you and I actually agree on this way more than I thought we would. Is they got fucking problems and they're not looking at them, let alone fixing them. No, they're not. They see the problems, but they don't. But they don't see it as a problem. <sighs> what do you think that is? I'm. 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 Try, I. I want to hear from an officer. It's because why... the issue. It's always a oh, it's the lower enlisted's fault. It's the lower enlisted's fault that there's a manning issue. It's the lower enlisted's fault that we're not at a 300 ship fleet. It, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But like. No, from... I, I, I. I see what you're saying, but I'm kind of like rebuffing it. You know, like. Yeah. I. I can't. Uh, I hope that's what they think. But you are. It, what else is common to to where uh, it, I guess you may have seen it more than I did but have you ever seen like an NJP report and it's like oh uh, E6 so and so did this and uh, they got like this punishment um, but then like the freaking chief above him did the exact same crime and his he was like written a nasty letter Slap on the wrist. Yeah, basically. You think I'm talking down my ass and you think I'm an idiot, please come let's talk about it. Let's get on the air and let's have a conversation about it. Cause I'm I can be wrong all the time. Fucking Lycheck knows I'm an idiot. So you know, I'm I'm open to having that conversation. I would like to hear why the the majority of lower enlisted are the issue. So, there, that is my, that's my, that's my, let's talk about this. That's our hot take. Yeah, that's, that's my, that's my hot take. Actually, oh, there was a great, I don't suppose you read the Naval Institute, uh, the Naval Institute blog? Nope. It, they have some gems every now and then, but there was a, uh, there was an article 
way back when about the Manning problem, and I'd like to read it. Um, it's, it's called Manimal Farm, a scene out of the famous Orwell book Revisited. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is good. You're going to love this. Listen, listen. Navy operational commanders are all assembled in the auditorium, armed and ready to speak truth to power. Big Navy steps to the podium. We don't have a manning problem, he said. But sir, the comprehensive review said we are short about 6,500 people at sea and people working 100-hour weeks. Has that changed? By the way, I want to talk about this was... Oh, it doesn't tell me when specifically it was published, but it says 850 days ago. So it's a few years old. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. You you tell me if, if it's out of date. And he goes, that was two years ago. It used to be a lot worse. We don't have a manning problem. Okay, you didn't answer my question, but I'm pretty sure it hasn't changed. One of those ships that had a collision had a gaped quartermaster chief for two years, which resulted in training and maintenance deficiencies. Don't lots of our ships have that same gap in quartermasters, engineers, and key leadership positions today? Not near as many as we used to have back in the day. We don't have a manning problem. But the Government Accountability Office said sailors are working 100-hour weeks, and there are lots of studies that show that crews are not gaining enough rest. Sorry, I have to pause for a second because my official uh, picture they took at my A school graduation, I had watched the night before, and you can fucking see massive ass bags under my eyes. And this is the picture for my A school graduation. For a second, I really thought you were still talking about the article, and I was like, wait. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I had a, a breakaway. I'll send you that picture, though. It's funny as fuck. Let me send this to you, and you can tell me if I look tired. Sending it to your messenger? Yeah, you are. Of oh, yeah, you look dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that, like, forced smile I have, too. It's like, yep, they paid me to be here. <laughs> Thank God for the first and the 15th. Oh, my graduation, too. I was, like, psyched for it. Um... But anyway, yeah, so the Government Accountability Office said sailors th are working 100-hour weeks and there are lots of studies that show the crews are not gaining enough rest. Second half doubts that, plus the surface Navy signed out instructions for that. Yes, but National Transportation Safety Board called the instruction inadequate and the crew endurance and fatigue training that was supposed to happen hasn't become, uh, hasn't become materialized. We don't answer to the National Transportation Safety Board. We don't have a manning problem. The other ship that had a collision in 2017 had a bunch of people cross-deck from other ships just before deployment due to manning shortages, and I think we're still doing that, right? We decided not to keep track or display that number. We don't have a manning problem. Are there any further questions? Sir, a lot of times when I look at my slides, my ship is red in manning. We signed out a new manning notice. It adjusted the color change criteria for your manning levels so we now stay in the green plus if you are in the maintenance phase we have decided to accept that risk thanks maybe that's why we're all stuck in the yards but the comprehensive review was going to study two ships with different manning profiles it has been almost two years how did that go pretty good so in summary what i'm hearing is we don't have a manning problem thank you
The next day, each of the commanders went back to speak to their crews. At each command, the commander stepped to the podium to address his crew with only a small catch in his throat, sterling nice, slightly, staring slightly above their heads so as not to catch their eyes. He started his commander's call. We don't have a Manny problem. Any questions? You can't see, but I'm shaking my head. I... I... I, I love this article. I have it saved on my phone. Despite also, the fact that it's years and years old. But, like, that doesn't only show, like, the Navy having issues. Like, having severe issues. It also shows big Navy's blind negligence. It is that, isn't it? It's negligence. <laughs> uh, when the Fitzgerald crashed, they blamed it on the captain who is like one of the captain Benson is like one of the few I'm ever going to fucking defend in my life because he fucking did the right shit and they made him a scapegoat for it. Mm-hmm. And then they blamed it on the navigational controls being too confusing, ignoring the fact that the radar had to be manually refreshed. They had piss bottles in the CIC. Uh, the ship's email was down and they had to rely on Gmail, and they weren't by any means qualified to do that mission. And they tried to refuse it. And Big Navy said no. I gotta be careful talking about this kind of stuff. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> I'm not gonna make you talk about it, especially not if you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. But that is my point of view, and they can't come after me anymore. Mm-mm. Oh, they'll try. But, so ProPublica, if anyone is curious about the Fitzgerald, there is a wonderful ProPublica article on it that pretty much lays out step-by-step step the uh, incident of the night and the report that came up later. And why the Navy did a damn good job at trying to bury the report. Because it pretty much just called them out. Now, I'm not super familiar, like, with the Fitzgerald stuff. Like, I know most of what happened. So, did we hit them or did they hit us? Um, they hit us, but they had the... Right of way? Kinda. Like, the collision could have been avoided given certain scenarios. Gotcha. This guy in the VA is messaging me, and he, I swear to God, he's picked like the worst possible time, but. <sighs> Unfortunately, my responsibilities do not stop at podcast hosts. <sighs> Damn. We started off so happy and we just like dug into the, the weeds. We just, we got sucked into the void of Navy politics. It's horrific that we have to refer to something military wise as political. But yeah. here we are. And I hope that those of you who listen to this podcast and you're in the military uh, realize we understand and we're listening. And if you have anything else that you would like to contact us with, 
uh, I'm going to put out a, a VFA634 email with this. So you guys can feel free to contact us and let us know what you think. And Oh, um, how many people usually like watch your videos and like chime in and all that stuff? Good question. Let's check the check the last one. I wish more people commented. I have one guy who is actually really consistent about contacting me about this stuff and asking questions about it. And that's the entire reason why Roaring Sun has lore to it. It's because he asked. Wait, okay. so you actually sat down and wrote lore for all this? I did. I sat down and I wrote lore for, for Roaring Sun. Ooh, do I have a backstory? Do I have a tragic backstory? <laughs> do, do, do you wanna? Am I the protagonist? Yes, line check. You're the protagonist. You've, you've cracked the code. All of this told from the maintainer's point of view. So the most recent one, which was Rolling Sun 14, Big Ol' Barry got 52 views. Okay. Uh, at our height, I think we had like 5,000 in a Black Gambit episode. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And if you believe it, that episode got taken down. It got taken down. It did. But that was on our side because it had unclassed boot in it. And I realized it was shock fucking full of personal information that knowing her like I do nowadays, I feel like she wouldn't be as comfortable about it. Yeah. Um... Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, but I again in the email I heard back from her recently, she actually she specifically said that uh, I can keep it up because she's less than a year away from separation. Okay. So uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna re-upload it. Um, because if she says cool, then I'm gonna go for it. Yep. But yeah, the see. I, I don't want to be like Facebook, and I want to like actually respect other people's privacy. Um, exactly. Kind of a novel concept, actually. Yeah. Um, can you should more. You can make money. <laughs> I I should just sell her uh, personal information to advertisers. Let me let me just sell no, her no. her email no, no. address real quick. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's, like, there's Roaring Sun, which is, like, the mainline stuff, and then there's In Support of Roaring Sun. And those are numbered differently. They're ISO, and right now there's, like, two of them, which are just kind of, like, bizarre things that happened that I had no intention of making a video out of. Yeah. Oh, look. This makes kind of good shit. And I'm actually debating on whether or not I should make the the newest episode that's sitting on my hard drive right now mm-hmm. into ISO, or uh, if I should make it ISO, or if I should make it mainline, because first off, it's got Baldy, Star, uh, Scouts in it. Um, it's you know it, it, it it's it's a pretty big mission you yeah, know it's got the gang together right but then at the same time it's also kind of like it wasn't planned none of the footage is like in a normal recording style although 
remind me later to show you the dogfight because it is the coolest fucking shit I've ever got on camera. Um, unless I've already showed it to you, did I? I don't think so. Did? Oh. But, um, yeah. So it's a really cool episode. I, I totally think more people should watch these shows because I think they're just bizarre and fun. You good? Yeah. I'm good. I, think I just, I thought I just heard like a toucan getting strangled or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think they're. I think part of the reason they're not doing so well is because I have more fun with them than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, like I love hanging out with you, Baldy, Scout, Star. Justice, the new guy, pretty much keys. You know, like literally any time we can all freaking hang out and go flying is the best fucking time for me. So, and that's part of why I just love the video so much. It's because I can go back and I can say like, hey, here's a video with Snowbird when he was still on the team. We're like, ah, oh, check out this cool thing me and Scout did. You know, like me and Scout, we've gone running through Iran and Arma, like nuking factories and shit. It was fun it's a ton of fun i never get to do that anymore i never get to hang out with you guys and he called me out on it recently because now i need to drive down to virginia sometime in the near future so perfect what what part of virginia you're driving down to no you you asked me remember you were like so when are you gonna come visit i'm like oh you're right i do need to do that uh, yeah, I, I remember I was going to do it uh, for the wedding, and then like as we got closer and closer, I'm like, I don't have a hotel. It's gonna be a four-hour drive on one of my short weeks. Yeah. And I, like, it just did not line up. I figured that out. So I think we're at the hour point now, and I'm already gonna have to cut out a, a chunk of it so what do you say you want to you want to end this here yeah we will reconvene at another point yes we, the council shall reconvene in the future at which we will uh determine the fate add your fate <laughs> we, we will decide the fate of the lower enlisted jeez <laughs> But I feel like we, we hit on some, some interesting issues, and I don't know. I think this was a really good fucking good chat, and I enjoyed having it with you. So thank you for coming and helping me start this up. Yeah. And we'll, kinda, we'll focus on the format a little bit more in the future. Sounds good to me. All right. Anything else you want to say to the lovely people at home? Uh, eat your Wheaties. Go to school. Don't do drugs. Okay. Watch the Guardians on VFA Six Three Four Simulation Team on Twitch, YouTube. I think that's all we have. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. But, but okay, guys. Uh, have a good one. Yeah. Later.